welcome to the God Geeks podcast. It's me, James. I know, it's been a while. And Bill isn't even here. You only get me. So here's the story. We took a break, oh, I guess three or four months ago, thinking we'd only be taking a break for a couple weeks for the summer. And life just kind of got crazy. I've got a newborn baby. He's got a newborn album he's working on. Um, that's not a music album of newborn babies. He's just giving birth to an album, if you will. So we're both just super busy. And uh, Bill encouraged me to just run with the podcast, um, figure out some new fun stuff to do with it. So hopefully there's still some listeners out there um, and that you haven't abandoned us completely. Uh, but I'll be getting on Twitter reminding you guys that we are back. And uh, I know, I know. We didn't end up talking about the end of Season 3 of The Leftovers. Um, We didn't talk any Game of Thrones from this summer. Um, The new Star Wars trailer's been out. Uh, All kinds of crazy geek stuff, and we haven't touched on any of it. We're behind the times. But uh, this week, going to change things up a little bit, start things off again, relaunch the podcast, um, and with a new kind of focus, uh, God Geeks is plural. Yeah, there's lots of God geeks out there, and I realized I am surrounded by a ton of geeks who are into theology also. So um, for the next few weeks, maybe a few months, I'm just going to be interviewing um, the different geeks in my life, um, which would include Bill. I'll get him involved again, too. Uh, He does not want to leave the show entirely, but uh, again, like I said, we just can't make our schedules work at the moment. So Uh, I'm going to start where I work. I work at a uh, Lutheran school in Texas uh, called Prince of Peace Lutheran, and there are some amazing staff members here who are into amazing geeky things. Um, The first guy we're going to talk to, his name is Phil Saris, and he is a freshman theology teacher, and we're going to get into that interview in a moment. I'm actually going to bring him into my classroom to interview him. So if you hear ambient noise, if you hear a, a, a wonderful lady speaking in Spanish in the background, that's the uh, Spanish classroom next door. I am still figuring out how to use all this recording technology stuff. Uh, we used to record in Bill's studio, basically, with very little ambient noise, and he did all the technical stuff. But um, what I've got at my disposal now, I bought a new microphone. Maybe I'll geek out about that a little bit. Got one of those uh, blue Yeti microphones, and it's pretty cool. I just don't know how to use it yet. So if the quality is horrible, just send me an email. I'm figuring out how to adjust EQ levels, all that kind of stuff, and normalize the volume. Uh, I don't even know what that means yet. We'll figure it out. So without further ado, uh, we're going to jump into an interview with Phil Saris, uh, who's a really interesting guy. Stop. Enhance 15 to 23. Recording right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do well, that like soft open where you just record and you don't tell the guy. Got it. Yeah, so, we're recording. So it's just like, like, <laughs> ha ha ha, witty banter. Yes, witty banter, and we're, we're and we're good to go. And we're good to go. So uh, I already entered you in the intro. You weren't here. Oh wow. Phil Saris, right? What's your yes. Twitter handle? 
Uh, at Mr. P. Saris. At Mr. P. Saris. Yeah. I, so I set up a YouTube <laughs> channel a lot of years ago, and I was like, oh, well, this will this will be great. And I don't, I don't know that I regret it, but I don't know that it's the best <laughs> use of the Twitter handle. I think about changing it, but... I'm just at the James Cleland. I know. Yeah, Which yeah, makes yeah, sense. I made it simple. Okay. It makes I should have been at the Clee Diddy or something. Clee Diddy? Clee Diddy. Could have been famous. I, that could have been the difference maker. Eh, I'm famous in my own world, but you know. It's most of us. Okay, so you teach uh, little freshmen. Yes. Yeah, li- their little fragile minds. Yes. And, and you teach theology. Yes, I do. So I teach ninth grade theology. Um, you know, I've got all the students, so we're, we're kind of in a in a transition year where we're changing into, into a curriculum that's focusing more on, you know, what is the Bible about? Okay. Um, and how do you read the Bible and, you know, how did it come into being? And so we're, we're, well, what about their feelings? Don't you spend a lot of time on feelings? We, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, okay. I mean know, it's important as, as a, pro- yes, it, it's an important and an, an important period of their life, but we talk about it in light of the gospel. Okay. That's know? cool. So, that's know, cool. That's, so do you have like a set, I know the answer to those questions. Do you have a set curriculum, or are you like winging it, or what do you do? What well, do you, so we're like I said, we're in the process of transitioning, so yeah. we're kind of creating our own curriculum, but it's based on uh, called to believe, teach, and confess, um, which and is so, what I had to memorize to get into pass the test to get into uh, Concordia. There you go. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing we're doing called to believe and teach and confess light. You light. Know, it's it's we're, light. we're we're studying some of the theological terms and the deep theological issues but yeah. kind of on the lighter side okay you know, so, so they don't they don't have all the vocabulary but li- we're, we're listeners going. out there who aren't familiar with this hefty tome it's uh produced by concordia publishing I yes think. right so it's it's a very lutheran perspective it on is. theological questions but what i like about it is and why i think yeah probably perfect for the classroom is it, it answers questions about other worldviews and other beliefs it does and gives a good yeah, it goes through systematically, and it'll talk about different different views and say, you know, this is why it's valid, this is why it's not, and it'll give some of the logic behind it, uh, scriptural references, things like okay, that. So cool. it's 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 a very sound document, um, and obviously, but it's it's huge. It's I mean, pretty it's, uh, weighty for freshmen, wouldn't you say? It is. It's, so it's like, very weighty, and so you and I were talking. We need to, we need to make a junior high high school version of it i think so so if anyone from concordia publishing is out there uh we will quit our jobs to do that and we'll you, can, just, we'll and you just, can pay us twice what we make right now yeah so we'll just we'll just pilot that, that yeah. program create a, a student-centered curriculum <laughs> and and with activities and things like i think that, i think so. it would work pretty well but um have, are you familiar with the jesus storybook bible i am actually we, i referenced it in class today oh yeah so, okay. yeah so I, t- I told a story of my son he's got these plastic tools uh, you know they got the battery packs and and I was talking about how you know sometimes we use the use scripture like that you know it, it it's like this this distilled version for children yeah, yeah that we we you know we tell the story of Noah and it's about the animals and it's, it's about, about the rainbow animals. you know and it's like it is but at the same time it's about really the Bible is an adult book so it's a it's a yeah. a cleanse of the earth from sin you know and and by God's grace Noah is saved not because yeah. of his righteousness you know right. so um, that's one of the key things I like right. about that and so I can't remember the exact phrasing of it but. Uh, the tagline for the storybook Bible is something about every every story whispers his every name. story whispers yeah, his so name, which is just awesome. It's amazing, and the way yeah. they always put it at the end, and it's like this neat little bow on the end, you know. Yeah. So it's not to be continued, or you know, some no. of, some of those children's Bibles will just sort of end. It's like okay, next story. It's like yeah. no, this is how it ties into the meta narrative, and it which is ooh meta narrative incredible. We talk about that on the podcast. Also. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. you're teaching the freshmen about meta narratives. Absolutely, we just got done doing a project where they. 
um, spend a bunch of time planning a project to mm-hmm. tell a story of the Bible, one mm-hmm. of the accounts. Um, and then at the end, I had them look at, you know, where's the gospel? Where's the law? How yeah. does this point to Jesus as yeah. Savior? And obviously there was a lot of scaffolding going on there because for some of them. What does that mean? Uh, so that's, you know, know, we give them, we give them, here's where we want to go. Okay. Um, and obviously for a, for a person who has never thought of the Bible as a huge um, as one big story, and they yeah. thought about it as anecdotal things. Yeah, they have. You know, we help them get to the point where they can say, oh, I get that. So you look at the law, you look at the gospel, yeah. you look at God's goodness, and then you say, well, what's his ultimate goodness? It's sending Jesus to die on the cross. And so you kind of stair-step them to the point where they're going, oh, you know, I see how the story of Joseph is really a, you know, it's it's trial, but it's, <coughs> it's his triumph, but yeah. it's God's goodness, and his ultimate goodness is sending Jesus That's to cool. die on the cross. So I like it. That's awesome. It's, it was fun. They did a really, they did an exceptional job. And then you teach, uh, you teach math too, don't you? Yes, pre-calculus. Okay, so the so, uh, the Christian teaching um, kind of buzzword for the past, I guess, 20, 30 years has been biblical integration. Yes. How does that work in math? So I think one of the major things that we do is we put on our syllabus, you know, we see how God can be infinite. So by you just tackle the Bible verse every week, right? I, I think, you know, no, okay. that's, yeah, it can be difficult. And I think, one of the things that you see in math is, especially upper levels of math, yeah. it becomes an integration of we see graphing, we see numbers, we see algebra, and it all fits together. And we see how God didn't just randomly, it didn't randomly happen. God has a plan and it all fits together, which is which is kind of the, the bigger picture that we've talked about with meta narrative. And it's, it's sort That's of, cool how you, you can, can time together. do both. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's different sides of the brain, but, it, but yeah. it, it works really well. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it a lot. Very cool. Well, okay, so the next part of the show, and the listeners know what this is, it's This Week in Geek. So we're going to wrap up our Jedi Mind Tricks, and after our new intro music, whatever I figure out to play, because I'm still figuring this out. Bill has all the files. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. so uh, I'm going to pause this segment, and we're going to move on to This Week in Geek. All right. All right. Geeky stuff. Geeky stuff. So you can't talk about God in this segment. That's the rule. Okay. No, no. Very no, so. No. We have to separate these You things. have to separate. Keep them, yeah. keep totally. them apart. They can't. In, no, right. Not at all. Um, what's the geekiest thing from your childhood that you remember? Like, what? what is that watershed geek moment? Uh, um, so, actually, I was into Ninja Turtles. Really? I mean. like, like crazy. <laughs> so I have. Are you a Are you a Donatello guy, or Raphael? You know, you? I, I I think I always liked Donatello because because of the inventions. Okay. But I liked I liked um, Michelangelo because he was just so just a free spirit. Yeah. You know, he's just, the party dude. He's the party dude. <laughs> party dude. You know. Uh, so I I can't. It's hard for me now to see these digital. Yeah, animated turtles. Same. Even when they did the live action and they had the huge shells and it was like an anatomically correct turtle. Right, I'm right. like, that's not it. That's yeah. not it. You know, I want the oversized muscles and the tiny shells, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I, have a, I got a whole box of action figures really? in, in I didn't my garage. Really? I did Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got probably Did you, did you ever do martial arts as a kid? I didn't. So, that was no, the crazy okay. part. I never got into the See, martial arts part. I did, part, I did the martial arts. So, that's why I was, I, I love Ninja Turtles. Oh, I'm but, sure. of course, mom wouldn't let me have right. Ninja Turtles because right. they had weapons. Oh, see. So, you know, and in fact, she went so far as, I mean, this was the 80s when, you know, church moms would get each other worked up about things and yada, right. yada, yada. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You were there, too. I remember when Harry Potter came out. So oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had these little 
plastic uh, army men and plastic cowboys and Indians. Sure. And, uh, you know, mom was on the bandwagon of, of weapons are evil and yada, yada, yada. So she cut off all the guns from the cowboys. So you've got the guy with the pistol, but he, <laughs> yeah, all, he doesn't have yeah, an arm. All these guys have a stub for an arm. So <laughs> what did I do? You know, I pretended the stub for the arm was the gun. You know, it, it didn't work. More like I, a I Mega went, Man kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. The... But then by the time my little brother was, uh, you know, 10 or 12 or something, he had a whole arsenal. She had given up. Like <laughs> I saw how my boys turned out when I yeah. didn't let them have guns. Yeah. And now I'm gone. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so something Bill wasn't really into. I, I, I'm going to bring up Bill because I'm, I'm, I'm still hurt. He's not here. I know. Well, yeah. but he he doesn't watch much Marvel stuff. Okay. Testing. Now that's funny. That is so funny. we have gone two weeks, three weeks maybe, without the intercom system working. And then I record a podcast, and they finally get it working. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Testing. Right now. That's perfect. So, anywho, uh, I was actually talking to my po- uh, uh, speech class. We're doing a podcast in the speech oh, class. Cool. And I was saying, sometimes you want that sense of place with the sound. So right. we have that now. But, <laughs> um, anywho, what was I talking about? I don't even remember now. Marvel. Marvel. So, Bill, yeah, doesn't, so do Marvel, Bill doesn't do Marvel so. much, but you do, and you have watched the Netflix shows. Which ones have you seen? So, I, I watched... Um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist, okay. I saw, I watched Jessica Jones. Okay. I watched Defenders. Defenders. So, so I, you didn't start with Daredevil. I did. So I watched season one and half a season two. Half a season I, two. I don't know. Did I, you lose interest halfway? I sort of lost interest in it. You know, you, yeah, you and too. I were talking, you, were, you yeah. were talking about the fight scene in season one. Like yeah, the, the uncut, epic. you know, like five minutes of, yeah. of just hand-to-hand combat. And so I had to watch it and I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know why. I, I just stopped watching. I, st- I started watching other, a couple other things. something about season two where it just it, it falls apart for me. So in season one, it's him becoming Daredevil. Right. Right. And eventually he gets the costume by the end. Yes. And then they jump to, I think Jessica Jones was next. And that was a yep. good. I liked that one. It yeah, wasn't I too superhero Yeah. But then Daredevil season two, it went off on this tangent with, with like the weird vampire ninja kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just lost me a little bit. But it then did. Iron Fist was just that the entire time, right? So, so it was like it wasn't masquerading <laughs> as something else. It's like, oh, here's we're gonna yeah, do this. Now. Yeah, um, I don't know what it was about Iron Fist. Not a huge fan. Really, I went, I went into it hoping to love it because you know martial arts, yada yada right. yada. Something about the tone was weird to me. I still watched the whole thing. Don't right. get me wrong. I mean, I, yeah. I binge watched the whole thing. Right, of course. But I think which one's your favorite out of all the Defender series? I actually, so I, I think I enjoyed Jessica Jones the most. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. I'm not sure why. I mean, I think it was it wasn't what I expected. You know, I think right. I think part of it was just how dark it was, yeah. um, and how real she is, yeah. um, and sort of that that struggle between like I've got these powers, but I'm I'm also this private investigator. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, it was kind of intriguing also to see... I like the actress, too. She's, she's good. It, yes. And I was going to say, I think it's a woman being in that role, because so many of these shows are just yeah. a guy, a guy, guy, a, guy, 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 guy. a guy, a guy. White guy normally. Right, white guy normally. Um, you know, Which you got, Luke Cage liked that, too. Makes exactly. And I, well, I love that he was an element of that. And so yeah. I think that, that part of it was she just did such an incredible job portraying that role, you know, yeah. and being, uh, being in there. So I, I, I enjoyed that one, I think, the most out of all of them. Okay, cool. And then you watched Defenders. When I did watch together. Defenders. And it, um, it felt like, okay, when it's Jessica Jones-centric, I like Defenders. When yeah. it's Luke Cage-centric. When it's um, when it's the elements of the, the previous shows, when those ones are, are popping right. up, I like the ones I like from the previous right. shows. So when it's very Iron Fisty, I just didn't get into it. And it was very dependent upon the Iron Fist 
it was. He's, he's the he's the the main like, that's the main struggle in there is like yeah. him sort of finding himself. I feel like it's just kind I'll of just this prolonged. <laughs> who is he? Like like why is he different oh, than Iron Fist? It just and sucks so, to have millions and millions of dollars. Right. And, well, they kind of insert that randomly. It's like yeah. oh well, I, hey, today I'm the CEO, so I'm going to go down there. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to pick this Maybe fight with it. this you know thousands of year old character. And it's, so it just sort of feels like that that element is kind of sprinkled yeah. in there, and I don't really like this much. But I did like. Uh, Matt Murdock. I liked Daredevil yeah. in that yeah. better than I did when I left. So it almost makes you want to go back and go back. watch yeah. the rest. I could see that. Now, did you see the trailer for Punisher? Yes, I did. So that, mm. yeah, yeah, I did. Bad and timing on that though, just with world events. But I know that, and that's but it still tough. looks good. Yeah, it does. It looks rough. I, I loved him in uh, Walking Dead when he was yeah uh, Shane, I think, in Walking uh, Dead. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I see. Okay. If Bill were here, he'd be getting. Oh, he goes off on Walking Dead tangents because we we've stopped watching. Do you watch Walking Dead still? See, I got up to season five. And okay, I didn't I'd say start stop. watching season six. That's what I've heard. So yeah. I I don't know. I mean, day. yeah, yeah. I, it's one of those big disappointments. Like it was so great, and really, then, and then it kind of got, and then it got great again, and then but. Yeah, see, I, I love post-apocalyptic. Me stuff. too. Oh, dude. Okay, like, let's uh, let's legend. save that. Oh, for okay. I'm okay. gonna have you All back right. because my one of my biggest obsessions is post-apocalyptic. Oh, stuff. I love post-apocalyptic. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a huge uh, fan. The books, the movies, the shows, yes. everything. Okay, yes, yes. cool. Well, we'll geek out about that next time. Okay. I'm gonna let you go because we have not. Well, I ate lunch, but you haven't eaten lunch yet, so I'm yes. gonna let you go. And uh, I need you to be absolutely silent for three seconds because apparently, when you're recording these things, you have to get a baseline for silence. Okay. So. Everyone else, see you next week. Are you still quiet? Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs)